Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by your two-time DFW All-Pro Women's Champion, Maya World. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic to be catching up with you. I have to say you've been turning a lot of heads lately and rightfully so because you've been racking up championships and you've gotten some really cool opportunities, which we'll talk about a bit later. But, you know, as you assess your career so far, it's been about a year and a half since your debut. How do you think that you've grown as a person and as a competitor so far in your career? Um, definitely every match I feel like I get better like there's so much to learn and I, I come across so many different styles in the ring and so many like hard-hitting girls which everyone's killing it out there so I'm excited to get to wrestle with so many amazing women but um, I just I feel like since I I don't know I don't know if being a fan of it so long just I just I feel like I could understand it a lot better than a lot of people and I feel like just being being in only one year I think I've done pretty good so far so I hope I can just keep building on that. I have to say you've been doing phenomenal so far. And I have to say also, you have this certain confidence about you that I think is really impressive, especially so early on in your career. So I'm curious, have you always been a, a confident person or can you talk a, a little bit through your journey in regards to the element of confidence? Um, I feel like, yes, I've always been a confident person. I'm just confident, I feel like, in my ability and what I do, just because, like, from my athletic background. Um, I also watched a lot of Sasha Banks, and that's just how she was in the ring. So that might be another reason why. <laughs> you know, that that's true. She is, I feel like, with the nickname The Boss, you kind of have to have that confidence to own it. Yeah. And you definitely see that in your work, too. And like you mentioned, before we talk wrestling, you have that background in cheer and dance. So maybe that was something you considered furthering in your adult life. But if you think back to your childhood, what did your younger self envision your older self doing when she got older? Oh, it's funny because I always wanted to play basketball. I always wanted to be, I say the WNBA, but I knew I wasn't going to get there. I'm just like too short. But I mean, I love the WNBA. Yeah. So I always wanted to play basketball. That was my number one goal or dream. You know, I mean, you're still doing athletic. You've been doing basically that your whole life. I am curious for you. Can you tell us about the extent of your background in cheer and dance and what specific genre of dance it was? Um, I was actually just a cheerleader. I okay. did, um I just did cheer from like middle school through high school. Um it was just something that I didn't realize I was good at until like I did it. And then I was just I wouldn't say one of the best, but I was just I just picked it up really quick. <laughs> It's okay. You can brag a little bit if you're good, you know, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm curious. I know you love to dance and everything. What are some of your go-to uh, songs to dance to? Um, probably like a Megan Thee Stallion song or something. <laughs> That's probably who is probably like a rap song or like Nicki or Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are obviously they got a lot of upbeat songs and all of that yeah. too. And you know, as you made your transition to wrestling, I know Alejandra the Lion was a huge influence on you as you trained and wrestled with her. I know she was the first ever female graduate of DFW All Pro where you trained. So can you talk about the influence that Alejandra's had on your development in the wrestling sphere? Yes, Lion was one of those when we came in, she made sure that none of the guys went easy on us. She wanted us to like understand how where she started where they didn't go easy on her. She had to like fight and claw for everything that she got in DFW All-Pro. Um, she wants us to be like tough. She doesn't want us to seem weak or anything. So her main thing, like she's one of the best in Texas. I always tell her that, like I always tell her she's a legend. 
um, even if she hates hearing it. But just having her, I feel like I wouldn't even be who uh, the wrestler I was without Lion in the DFW All Pro. Like her and Kate, also Killer Kate, they're all they're like great people to look up to, great people to start under for Texas wrestling. Yeah, you know, Killa Kate's, uh, she's been done some, some stuff in WOW. Obviously, both mm-hmm. of them are all over Texas. Can you talk yes. about some of the specific things you've either learned directly from them or from watching them? Um, I just, from Lion, I feel like I learned how to navigate myself in the ring. Um, she is just, she's like ferocious. I feel like a lot of that confidence came from watching her also because yeah. she is one of the most confident people I know also. Um, and then Kate is just, she's just, you know, she's submission savvy. So watching her technical ability, and I've always wanted to be kind of technical-like. So I learned a lot of technical stuff from her just watching. You know, I, I'm curious for you, you know, so far, it's been about a year and a half since your debut. What would you say has been the proudest performance that you've had in the ring? I might know the answer now that I'm thinking about it, but <laughs> I just, I want to hear it anyway. I would definitely say when I face Athena and Ring of Honor. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she had that moment at the end. Granted, I mean, it didn't end exactly how you envisioned <laughs> it with her taking you out. But, you know, there was that brief moment, you know, where she saw she showed that sign of respect. I think that that's got to yeah. be really validating, especially given the connection that you two kind of already have. Yeah, it was. Like, I feel like I should have known better because I also know her. But, like, I was like, oh, okay, in the moment. But I kind of should have seen it coming. Yeah, you know, talking about some learning from veterans, you've had a a, a great ver- chance to learn and wrestle a lot of veterans in this space. So has there been a certain piece of advice or words of wisdom that have really stuck with you so far? And who did they come from? Um, Honestly, I'd probably just say my coach. He always told me, like, stay um, – He says stay green as a way to say, like, stay ready to learn, stay open-minded, because there's a lot of things to learn in wrestling. Like, you're not going to know everything. And he still be the people that are, like, vets in who learn new stuff every time. So just stay, stay ready to learn more. What is the most recent new thing that you've learned in regards to wrestling? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, um, um, I would say keep your friends close and enemies closer. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot there's a lot going on behind the scenes in in wrestling and, and also in kayfabe, you know. So yeah. it, it, it's one of those it's one of those weird and strange worlds that we love though, you know, or else you wouldn't yeah. be doing this. But you know, talking about veterans, last year you added another championship to your resume, that being the Tomahawk Pro Wrestling Women's Championship, a title you won by defeating kill a kate but this title one was made even sweeter when you were presented the championship by wrestling legend jazz so tell us some more about that moment and what it felt like having jazz's presence at this event and in that moment too jazz she's like she's i can't say amazing she's more than amazing but she's someone who i've got a lot of advice from also um just they told us whoever was winning she's gonna present it to them so i went out there with the most motivation that that like I've ever had in the ring because I was like I have to have that moment with Jazz and thankfully I did and just having her at Tomahawk because she's like the new like overseer of the women's division there um she's giving me so much great advice like for TV not even just for the indies like for TV if I ever get there well when I get there and like just how to make yourself look like a star in the ring and yeah just having that moment was insane for me yeah, I mean, especially to be presented a title with, you know, 
to, first of all, it was a vacant title at the time. You won the title that yeah. night and then were presented it by basically a Hall of Fame status legend, which yeah. has to be amazing, you know, amazing moment. And part of your own journey, your own journey, in addition to building your own in-ring resume is also further crafting your character, your identity, your presentation. So can you talk about the process of developing yourself and that aspect and who Maya is? It's probably still, you know, you're still in the development stages of your career, but who kind of Maya Maya is as a character too. Oh yeah. So at first, like it was actually kind of hard for me just figuring out my identity in the ring and figuring out who I was. Um, as it's going on, I feel like I'm figuring it out more and more. Um, I feel like in the beginning I was kind of scared to have confidence because I didn't want anyone to look at me the wrong way, look at me like I'm um what's the word like cocky. Um, but as time went on, I just realized like that it is it doesn't really matter. You know, be who you are, be um be bold be confident be who you believe you are in the ring and that's exactly what my world is she she i believe it's my world i believe i'm taking over and i believe any ring i step in is like my ring too basically and i mean with the gear that you have i feel like your beautiful two-toned gear blue two-toned gear i love that by the way you have that presence about you and in that ring gear department would you say there's certain sources or general sources of inspo that you look to when you're envisioning your ring gear or what does that specific process look like for you yeah I'm excited because I actually have new ones coming that are like more, I feel like they they give more of the character I'm trying to portray which okay. are like more it girl type vibes that's why I think like everybody jokes about how Megan Thee Stallion wears these gears and like they're so beautiful and I feel like that's kind of she, or my first one, the blue and the two-tone was definitely like a Sasha inspired. I yeah. want to do at least one just because, you know, that's the reason I'm a wrestler, basically. So that one was inspired by Sasha. But from um, now, I'm going to be doing just more, more bold, more like glitz, more glamour, more, more it girl type gears. I'm curious, besides Sasha Banks, because she's one who's come up in this conversation routinely, who else do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic in wrestling today, in addition to Ooh, Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks? Sorry, I keep on her Sasha, Mercedes. No, <laughs> I mean, I, it's interchangeable to me, so I get you. <laughs> right. Um, I think Tiffany Stratton has been doing her thing in the ring gear department. Yeah. She, they're all pink, but like they are all like different, and probably definitely her, and then I really like Charlotte's gears recently um, and definitely Liv Morgan. So those three for sure or four. Yeah. You know, Tiffany, uh, I mean, she can go like glamor, but also like cowgirl too, but yeah. a lot of glamor, you know, uh, Charlotte has a lot of sparkles too and very yeah. regal-esque. Liv has a mix of like different colors. And I feel like mm -hmm. you're kind of embodying all three in a way, you know, and, and right. making it, but having your own twist. So I'm really looking forward to see what gear you have coming uh, your way. Do you maybe have a little color scheme or a little teaser you could maybe give us? I'll give just one red, one okay. lavender. Oh, okay. Oh, lavender is going to be gorgeous. I Ooh. can't wait. I'm okay. So <laughs> I'm very excited to see that. And, you know, kind of as your character and as your ring name indicates, this is your world. You are keen on taking over the wrestling scene and the world. So if you were to book the Maya World World Tour right now, who are some opponents or places from outside of the U.S. that you're looking forward to facing slash traveling to? Outside of the U.S.? Yes. That's a good question. Er, okay. Um, I love the stardom girlies. So it's probably somewhere in that area for sure. Like Julia, Azumi, um, 
this is probably most of the Japan girls, but probably those two the most because I just love stardom women's division and I love the high speed action and I love Starlight Kid also. Um, I think it's some I love Session uh Moth Martina. I love her. <laughs> she's so she's so cool to me. Um, and then yeah, that's probably about it. I feel like, I mean, Session Moth is so unhinged. I would just want to see how, how Maya World would fare with her in the ring, you know? Yeah, I just want to see how that, you know, you're very bold. Um, not I, That would be something to see. That would be a scene to see, you know, or as a tag team even. I, you know, <laughs> hopefully somebody books it. We get you over there to the UK. She's also done tours in Japan too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, stardom, I know, is a big uh, goal for a lot of people, you know. Right. So, kind of talking about that, as you're looking towards the future now, wrestling related and not, what are some of your personal and professional goals for the next year or two? Definitely to travel the world more and just learn, either learn from different, learn different like wrestling styles. Like I definitely want to learn the Japan strong style or even in the UK. Um, I, I also want to like join the New Japan Academy. I'm still trying to see if that's a, a possibility for Stay tuned, but <laughs> other than that, um, just to keep getting my name out there more and just to make people know who I am. Well, I, I surely can. We got a little teaser of you in Ring of Honor. Like you said, you previously mentioned you wrestled Athena, but the day before that, you had the opportunity that was, you know, it was a little closer to home in this home state of Texas, where you were essentially, I, I think, a flag bearer for Shane Taylor at <laughs> Ring of Honor Final Battle. Tell yeah. us about that experience that day and then later going out there with Shane. Um, that day was being back there with so many people that you like see on the TV all the time was crazy. Like that's probably the first time I've seen so many wrestlers who are like actually active on TV in one space and setting. So that was really cool. And then um, just Shane, I was so excited to go out there with him because I knew him. He wrestles in Dallas a lot at VIP wrestling. Yeah. He was VIP champion before. So um, going out there with him was very exciting. And I went alongside a friend who I actually started training with also, Kari Wright. So that was dope for me. Um, I was glad he gave me that opportunity. And then later on, Athena. So it was just a crazy day all in all. Yeah, and I know you're a big, uh, you've been a longtime fan of Brian Keith. I know that was a huge uh, <laughs> night for him as well, being a part of the six man. Um, you know, Texas scene, you, you know, you've been watching it since even before you entered, uh, like started training and all of that. What is it like now getting to work with some of the people that you, you know, you've looked up to since you were, I mean, you're still a fan of it, but before you started training? Yeah, it's funny because like talking to people like Bert and people like, before she went to NXT, like Manny Rinkowski, yeah. I'm not like fangirling over them, but I'm like, it's so cool that I get to talk to you because like, yeah, I would watch them and watch them kill it before I even got there. So yeah, and then BK, I was so excited for him and I was just backstage with him talking and he was just, it was so many things that he didn't even, he didn't even know. So that was, it was dope just to see him get like to have that dream realized. You know, final question, you were backstage, like you said, at Ring of Honor, you know, uh, for Final Battle and then tapings too as well. You know, you're surrounded by a lot of veterans and producers. I'm curious, were you able to pick anyone's brain for advice? And if so, what did they teach you? Mark Henry. Henry. I was um I was in catering and I was literally 
he was here he had like a lot of chairs around his table but like it's mark henry and i'm like i need to talk to him but i'm like i'm not gonna do it right now so i went to the table next to him and i was alone so he was like he looked at me he's like are you sitting over there alone like come over here which is so cool because i was like scared so i went to go sit by him and then him also like him friends uh friends nana and also scorpio sky were there and they give me a lot of advice on not just everything like just nutrition just dieting just like um how like presenting yourself how to make yourself stand out because you know I was going to be an extra so how to make yourself stand out when you're in there um how to basically make others look good when you're in there just so you can get a call back and just keep coming and then maybe one day you'll be the one that you're making make people other people make you look good so yeah just basically how to stand out in the ring you know, what a what an amazing experience for you. And I have no doubt that you're going to be getting some more opportunities in 2024. We are still in the month of January. You've basically got the whole year ahead of us. Maya, before we let you go, can you please share where the listeners can find you online? Uh, yes. Um. So my Instagram is at It's My World. Twitter is the same thing. And then my YouTube channel is My World Official. Um, and then I don't have any merch stores online yet. So you'll just have to find merch if you're at any shows that I'm at. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in the Texas area, obviously that's home base for you. So if you're yeah. watching this and you're in the Texas area, check out Maya at a local show there. Maya, thank you so much for chatting with me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And it was nice to see you.